the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. Hey, text somebody, call somebody, tell them to tune into our show. We got all kinds of good stuff that goes on about the car business. It's a changing world. You know how the world's changed so much. Well, they're preparing bigger, better, and uh, I'll, I'll explain a lot of stuff today, but let's take it to the Lord first off. Dear Heavenly Father, I give you the praise and the glory for this ability, talent you bless each of us, and just not me, because you're working through me. It's, it's a miracle, oh Lord, and I am a walking miracle. But let each and every person out there learning grow and understand exactly what you have for them in their life and how they can prosper and grow and be the best they can be. I give you the praise and the glory for the airwaves. I thank you for 6.30 a.m. being able to spread the gospel and spread the word and spread the knowledge that they need to be the best and to make the best purchases they can. Ask this all in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Lots of stuff going on in the car business. We're having problems with a lot of dealers just barely getting by due to overhead. You know, I was thinking about it this morning uh, during my Bible time and how simple it was in the car business back in the 60s, 70s, 80s, how mom-and-pop stores were everywhere, and now it's billionaire stores. But due to overhead, due to the tremendous cost of cars, due to tremendous things that just insurance and, and utilities and rent factor and cost of cars and interest and just everything that comes together, you wouldn't believe what it costs to be in business today. And the government doesn't help them. Uh, we had some past presidents that beat all the businesses up, and I understand that. So if you have any question about the the good, the bad, and the ugly in the car business, give us a call here, 210 340 9585. We'll talk about anything, any situation you've got. Because, you know, every situation you have, you've got to have the knowledge to overcome it. Because you can get yourself in a bind, and we're going to talk maybe a little bit about that. I've got... I've got a spiral notebook full of stuff that I could even talk about more and more in the car business. We're on uh, Facebook Live, Randy Adams. Uh, Nine o'clock tonight, I'll be on Facebook Live. So make sure that you start thinking about that. If you want to watch me live on Facebook every Saturday night at nine o'clock, I'm on a different radio station there. But I want to be on Facebook Live every week because the Spurs and the University of Texas are going to knock me out a few weeks. And that way I'll give you a good 20, 30-minute what's going on in the business. And I'm going to make that a kind of a special show when I'm not on the radio because I'm going to tell you situations and what's happening. I mean, every week I can talk about calls and people that have come up, getting in situations, signing contracts they wish they hadn't, and being in a bind. But give us a qu- questions, anything that we'd, we'd love to talk about, 210-340-9585. I'll answer it the best of my ability and uh, work on it real hard. Uh-oh, Barry's coming in to help me out. I've, I've got it backwards, upside down, or um, I've got Facebook not exactly right. So anyway, uh, sorry about that, folks. But we de- I'm working on that to get better at that. I don't know what I'd do to cause that to go upside down or sideways or whatever. may have turned it on and turned it back on, on and back off in order to get it straight. 
because it won't hold sideways, will it? Well, there it is. Barry will fix that. He knows what's going on. Thank you, Barry. And uh, Shemaya's on the board, but give us a call, 210-340-9585, and then get pen and paper for sure to get my mobile number right after uh, the break. We have a 30-minute break, and when the break's up, I make sure that I give my phone number to you every week. Um, that way you can give me a call. I want you to know what what's going on with me uh, every day and every way that I can answer and be there for you. Uh, 95% of my business right now is helping others, and I want to help you. And uh, I run across 1914 in Psalms. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart, O Lord, be pleasing in your sight. Now, how does that fit us? How does that fit the car salesman and the car business? May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you, to everybody. What? What's the key? Are we saying the right things? Are we doing the right things? Are we always pleasing to the Lord? Are we pleasing to our family? Are we pleasing to everybody around us? Are we telling the truth? The meditation of our heart and this scripture in Psalms was really David talking about it. David was talking about what he was trying to do. Thank you, Barry. I'm not sideways anymore, huh? Thank you. And so uh, make sure you go to Facebook Live. I'm going to have to do that tonight at 9 o'clock. I'm going to have to learn how to do that and make sure that I've got it going in the right direction. So make sure you go to Facebook, Randy Adams tonight, 9 o'clock. It'll be a different show. Won't be quite as much scripture, but we're, it's always pertaining to being the best you can be. It's always pertaining what what would be pleasing in God's sight. Are you talking the right way? Are you got the right intentions? Are you are you really studying and understanding what your purpose in life is? Is your purpose to please other people? Is your purpose to make the car dealers rich? Is it your purpose to lose value in what you drive? Have you ever weighted up what a vehicle cost? You know, we we crave after assets, and we do crave after assets. But do we ever think about the responsibilities? Do we crave buying that vehicle and loving it and wanting it, but we forget about the payments forever? Do we crave and have to have it? By saying anything that we can say and our intentions are wrong and our thinking's wrong. Man, that's, that scripture hit me so hard this week. I mean, it made me think, am I saying the right things all the time? Am I doing the right things? Am I talking too much in the wrong way, in the wrong direction? What's my intentions? How am I talking about it? How am I acting? What is the thoughts that I have in my mind? Are they pleasing to the Lord? Are you pleasing to the Lord in what you're doing? Maybe you need to sit down and pray about it. Maybe you need to get in the Word. Maybe you need to understand what you're buying, how you're buying it. Because let me tell you, they'll they'll take care of hiding all. I mean, I talk every week on somebody, every week, uh, on somebody that has been really hurt by a dealer. And I'm talking about seriously hurt. And... Uh, and, you know, I signed a contract. I made a mistake this week. I made a deal with a guy. He sent me the deal. I didn't read through it, and I signed it. Well, they got to me. They got to me for a couple of hundred bucks. Well, I'm not happy about it. And I called them, and I told them, I said, all right, because you're not honored the deal. I'm going to honor it. But when the time's up, I'm dropping it. But see, that that made me thought, stop and think, well, some of these other people, when you're going through buying a big purchase on a car, you know, maybe they're not signing a contract. I feel for them. You know, about the time you think you know it all, about the time you really think you've got it under control, and you think, oh, well, I'd never do that. Well, about that time the Lord shows you you can do it. And I, and it proved to me. I didn't look at the contract. I'm suffering over it. And I, and I realized, yes, a lady I talked to this week, somehow, some way, they put a co-signer on her note. And he's got part possession of that vehicle. She's making the payments, but he his name was on the contract. How did that happen? 
I don't understand that. How did she not see that? How you know? And then she had a misfortune where she lost the paperwork. Now she can't see who's on the contract. She can't back it all up. But you you got to be ready for lots of different angles, a lot of different tricks. You know, 80% of them, I tell you, will take hair hide and all. 20% will tell you the truth. But the 20% still got to make lots of money to overcome the overhead. Now, in small towns around, their overhead's nowhere near as high. You know, and I don't know if they're, some of them are a little more honest than the others. But you've got you to do your homework. A whole lot of effort will save you a whole lot of money. And, and that's what we want. So go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. Number one, find out what your trade's worth. I want to buy it. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. I've got uh, Crown Victoria um, uh, right now that I'm putting a motor in, which is very unusual on those cars. Just put a car, put a motor in a Lexus, just put a motor in a Lincoln because I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. I bought a wreck car, resold it. Uh, we buy, and it's bad. Is they are. I buy salvage title cars and resell them, but we announce them, of course. Now, you know, we had a lady here of two months ago that bought a salvage title car, and the dealer didn't tell her that. So she went to learn to buy and sell cars.com. She described the car. She told me uh, that, you know, she got some issues with it, but she'd tell me it's a salvage title. But when I pulled up the records on it, I found out it's a salvage title, and I broke the news story. Well, she didn't know. She honestly didn't know. Of course, you know, it took six months to get the title. Did the dealer want to hide it from her, or did he didn't have the money to pay the floor man in order to get the title transferred? That's a mess. You need to get that title in your name, but you also need to do a little history on it and make sure that it's not. So once she went to learn to buy and sell cars.com and described it to me, I made her an offer, and I insulted her. When she called me, she said, why did you hit my car so low? I said, because it's got a salvage title. It does? She didn't know. After investigation, a little work, she found out. Now she's upset. She's got a car that's got some issues. She owes a lot of money on it, and it's salvage title. So desperate dealers do desperate things. And these dealers in these times and this overhead and what's going on, there's going to be more and more desperate dealers because they're not going to tell the truth. Talk to a, a lady who's a disabled vet, a nice lady. She's sick of certain dealers around town that she's dealt with, that they've moused her around, lied to her, spun her, four-squared her, beat her up. The blessing is that she's, she follows the Dave Ramsey plan, which my mother could have taught, and she taught me, and I follow it. And she is a paid-for car. And then Miss Fortune, she got she hit a deer. So now she's got an insurance claim against it, on it, you know, but she wants to move up to something else. But she needs to go to the right dealer. And right now, in today's times, desperate dealers do desperate things. Yes. You know, I told you all about six months ago where this dealer sold a, a vet that was in hospice. This guy couldn't even get out of bed. And they took a brand-new car over and sold it to him and signed the papers. And the miles on the car was going back and forth to his house, getting all the papers signed. And they got him financed way more than what the car is worth, and he passed away. And so the credit union went over there to get the car. Here they find out this guy was on hospice at the time. Despe and this is a new car dealer. Desperate dealers do desperate things. Oh, well, the owners will probably blame. I didn't know that manager was doing that. I guarantee you they went through the paperwork. They saw it. I mean, this guy scribbled his name on there. I imagine being in a hopeless, hopeless laying in bed. How do, you, how do you sign your name? Desperate dealers do desperate things. We're in desperate times, folks. We've lost a couple of dealers, big-time dealers in San Antonio. And it's due to overhead. It's due to changing times. It's due to the things that, you know, it's kind of funny. We have more information on vehicles today than we ever had. We've got more past history. We've got more records. I had a guy that's wanting to trade a BMW yesterday, and uh, 
you know, he, he wants a lot of money for it. I pull up the record what those cars are selling for at the auction and showed it to him. Well, that can't be right. My car's worth a lot more money than that. I said, well, if we take it to the auction, this is what it brings. Now, you know, there's fees, there's transportation, you got to get it ready, this, that, and the other. But this is what your car's worth. Well, I love my BMW. Well, I got news for you, I hate them because I have to work on them and I have to sell them. And it also, you know, some of these dealers love selling those kind of cars, BMWs and Mercedes. And as soon as they're off the curb, they're yours, Bubba. Yeah, and it costs a lot of money to get fixed, a lot of money to keep up. But oh no, they're you know I sold you the car; it's yours now. They you know they don't mind selling that hype. You know we crave after assets, but responsibilities besides payments, you better know a, a good cheap BMW mechanic, and get ready to buy parts. Maybe we need to get Rock Auto to. Uh, rockauto.com to sponsor our show because you're going to need parts for those cars and you need parts for all cars what man makes breaks and that's part of the life that we live the transportations we need so go learn to buy and sell cars.com describe your car i want to buy it put your vin number in i want to give you an honest opinion i'll buy your vehicle boy i bought Two super nice units. I've already sold them this week. Actually, three super nice units. And I bought I bought a truck with hell damage and a couple of dents and brand new tires. But you know, the car, the truck's cheap for somebody. It needs a cheap extended cab, 05 Chevrolet pickup. You know, but I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. I buy them running, wrecked anyway. But you know, if you got a piece of junk, it's it's going to bring junk prices. And that's what we do. We want to tell you the truth about it. We want to show you. I can back up anything I say. I've got a producer the other day. We had a guy call in on another show, and he said, man, this guy's hot, Randy. You, you know, I said, well, let, let's put him on the air. You sure you want to put him on the air? I said, yeah. I can back up anything I say, and I'm going to back it up. Because let me tell you something. If you tell the truth, it'll work. If you want to lie, spin, four square, do everything you can to get around the truth, the truth it'll come back and hit you between the eyes. Just like here I'm telling everybody, boy, you better read your contract. I didn't read one, and they got me. They got me for a couple of months. But, hey, it's okay. I understand. But now the Lord wanted me to feel what these people feel when they don't go through their contract and they make the mistakes. So now I'm trying to make sure that you understand the mis- mistakes. And go to learn to buy and sell cars.com, the other side. Simple way of buying cars. There's more details to it. Um, I really need to work on that. But uh, go to ftc.gov, get your credit score, make sure you've got it in order, study your credit. See if there's any mistakes, anybody trying to buy something, anything that you paid for that they didn't take off, anything that you need to pay for. Get your credit score as high as you can, and that way you can get the lowest interest rate you can. So when you've got all that in order, and if you've got a problem with your credit and you want to rebuild it and you want it to help, i got a guy that will help you down in Corpus Christi. Great guy. He used to work for Dave Ramsey. I sure like him. He's cheap. He's honest. And he'll take care of you. So give me a call and I'll give you his name. He's in Corpus Christi. And so, but get it cleaned up. Then go to a bunch of banks and credit unions or go online. Uh, Lightstream's doing a lot of financing. Uh, got some old cars. J.J. Best does financing. There's Capital One does some financing, but they are so scared of used car dealers, they only want to go to the new car dealers. And that's how smart Capital One is, because you'll get ripped off just as good, big, or maybe even worse on a new car dealer as you will a used car dealer. And so, but we're trying to get you ready. So now that you've got your credit fixed up, you got the you know how much the interest rates you're going to pay. You've talked to three or four banks, credit unions. You've got all that lined up. Now it's time to figure out what you want to buy. Go to talking people. Do some research. The people who are driving those cars. We're always looking for something to have a conversation with. You know, lots of times there's people that, you know, they just want to talk. 
Well, talk about your vehicle. Hey, what do you got? What do you like? You got any friends that are driving? I'm thinking about this car. You know anybody's got one of those? And just like I had a lady and called in last Sunday afternoon, and I'm only going to be on Sunday afternoon one more week. That's tomorrow. But anyway, uh, she needed a vehicle for a dollar. I said, ask everybody that you're connected to if they've got something for sale. And, and then go to my website, punch it in, see what it's worth. What I'll give for it, and you add some profit to that, because the car, I'd be making money, and you need to know exactly where it stands. So shop everybody, talk to everybody, research the Internet. Hey, talk to a mechanic. A friend of mine bought a Jaguar. He don't have a Jaguar mechanic. I said, who's going to work on it? Well, I don't know. I said, you, all right. He, I hooked him up with a couple of guys. And you got to have, you got to understand what the parts are going to be. Talk to a parts house. Talk to your body shop. Talk to everybody. What's this going to cost? Is it parts high, labor high? What I, can I expect? What can I do? So you've researched the car real well. You've got your, your financing lined up. So then go to to uh, Internet and start searching for the right car. Do their homework. Hey, let me tell you something. If they don't have a Carfax on the car, there's so many dealers right now in this town, in every town. I mean, it's all over the country. They go to the auction, and they buy just cars that have a bad Carfax. And they that's because they can buy them a lot cheaper, and then they'll put them full retail price, and you'll end up paying 6000 profit to them on a car that should be five 6000 cheaper. If it's got a bad Carfax, it's still a good car. But it won't bring top dollar. And so many people, I had a lady sold me a Highlander not long ago. She bought it from a dealer in Houston. And he gave her a Carfax. And so she came to sell it to me. And I told her, I said, it's got a bad Carfax, been in two accidents. She said, oh, no, here's the Carfax. It's clean. I said, ma'am. Look at the VIN number. It's not the same VIN number you got. He had found a car similar to hers with a different VIN number, or he just punched it in, and it came up clean. So he printed that out and gave it to the lady. Well, she thought the car had never been in an accident, been in two accidents. She was sick. The good part about it, she owned that car. She had enough money. She had another car, the new one that she had bought, paid for because this car... It, it had some issues. I fixed them. I ended up selling it. But she had to take a lot less than what she expected and what she had paid for because this dealer pulled a trick on it. So check the VIN number on the Carfax when you're looking at it. Do a little history. So make sure you know who you're dealing with. Go on and find out if the guy's telling the truth. Look at his past history. See if there's anything going on about him. You've got to know who you're dealing with, especially in today's times. Remember, desperate dealers do desperate things. Know what your trade's worth. Understand exactly what that. Had a lady again the other day. I offered her uh, 6000 for her pickup. And the dealership was wanting to give her a thousand. Then finally went to fifteen hundred. Finally went to two thousand. And she said, "You know what? As, as hard as they were beating up on me, Randy, she decided not to buy it." She's going to end up finding something. She's going to sell me her truck for 6000 But she didn't like the way they did the business. They knew what her truck's worth, and I knew what the truck was and I was going to make money from 6000 What was they going to make from 2000 They're going to make five grand. They, they thought they had her. They thought they were so well great salespeople, so well trained, that she wasn't going nowhere. But these boots are made for walking. I remember that song, well, get up and walk out. You know, I, I tell some guys about, I used to buy 150, 200 cars off of one dealership in Hempstead, Texas, Lawrence Marshall Chevrolet. And there was days when they'd have 20 or 30 they were trying to sell me. And I felt better when I left not buying anything than when I did buy 20. Why, they say, it's because those 20 I left behind me were going to lose money. They were going to be a battle. They were going to be trouble. Same way with you. You can walk out of there and save money and make a better decision. Go home, pray about it. Go home and get into the Word. Go home and ask the Lord, where am I going? What am I doing? What direction am I going? Just like me and this radio show. 
I'm saying, Lord, what do you want me to do? Where do you want me to go? How do you want me to present myself? How do you want me to present the Word? How do you want me to tie the Word? I'm writing that book. I'm taking the Word, and I'm putting a book together explaining the car business today, and maybe in a little bit in the future. I'm, I see some things happening in the future. You know, autonomous cars, i got news for you. I don't want one, but i got news for you. They're coming, but who will own them? That's the big question. Who will own these? Will it be the manufacturers? Will it be the government? You know, who knows? Who's going to take over that business? This is Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. Hey, text somebody, call somebody. we got a half hour left. I'm going to put, get pen and paper. I'm going to give you my mobile number where you can call me. And if I don't answer, keep calling. God bless you, San Antonio. Remember, Proverbs 1.5, let the wise listen and add to their learning. God bless you. We'll be right back. Thanks to you, San Antonio and South Texas, 2017 was another successful year at North Park Toyota of San Antonio. Hi, this is Merle Gothard, General Manager of North Park Toyota of San Antonio. And you, too, can take advantage of our better bottom-line posted pricing on over 750 available new and pre-owned Toyotas. We research the market, and then we post our lowest price on every car, truck, and SUV every day. Then we back that price with sales and service excellence from the only dealer in Texas to earn Toyota's President's Award nine years in a row. No games, no gimmicks, just our better bottom line posted price. And remember, we don't mark them up just to mark them down. Our market-based posted pricing, the financing you deserve, and full market value for your trade-in, and our attention to customers' needs have made North Park Toyota a dealer that delivers. Come see how we deliver the North Park way at North Park Toyota of San Antonio, I-35 South Exit 144 Fisher Road, and 24 hours a day at NorthParkToyota.com. We'll be back with more of Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Now, back to Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Hello, San Antonio. Again, I hope you got pen and paper gathered up, and we're going to give my mobile out in a little bit. And also, if you've got a question or want to talk about anything, it don't matter the good, the bad, and the ugly about the car business, 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. 9585 and uh we're still looking for sponsors that want to show the community that you care show the community that you want the best for them and that you want them educated and make better decisions and not be in debtor's prison and not be tied up with a vehicle that you know so many times 85 percent they tell me and that's that's the manufacturers that's the dealers association say that people walk in and they buy something they don't intend to the lady that uh, i was talking to a little earlier uh telling you about and she got somehow a cosigner on her car and she had good credit uh, they put her in way too much, something that she didn't want, something she couldn't afford. And she went and she had intentions of doing something else. But these salespeople today and technology and studying psychology and studying sociology and, and thinking the way people think and how to react to them and how to answer to them, they're way ahead of you, way ahead of you. You know, 30 years ago, it was mom and pop stores trying to just make good relationships, make you happy, put you in a vehicle. And But nowadays, it's all out war. I'm telling you, it's a battle because the overhead has got so big. The price of vehicles have got so big. Desperate dealers do desperate things. And so you got to be prepared mentally, physically, and spiritually. So make and make sure write down nine o'clock tonight. Facebook. I'll try to have me straight up and down. And every Saturday night at nine o'clock, I'm trying to stay up with technology. I'm I'm not real good at it, but we're working on it. I'm trying to get back on YouTube and maybe YouTube TV. We're working on some of that. I'm trying to get help from people that know something about it. And if you know something about YouTube and the YouTube TV and you can help me and you'd love to help me, give me a call at 830. This is my mobile, 830-708-4789. That's 
708-478-4789. If you have any questions, call me. If you want to sell something, call me. Uh, I've got a guy that I've got his number. I'm now just now getting some time, and I've been behind. I need to look at some Mack trucks. I need Mack trucks. I need all kinds of stuff. I need 66 Nova, 67 Nova, 67 Camaro convertible, it just goes on and on and on. I've got calls from everybody all over the country. I need some old trucks. I need uh, 60s trucks, uh, 50s, 40s trucks, cars. Uh, if you got something that's not productive sitting in your garage, call me. Or if you know somebody that's got something sitting in the garage, give me a call. Uh, got a call on the Jaguar. Been sitting in the garage 30 years. Gentleman passed away. The family don't want to fool with it. Of course, the tires are flat, and it needs total restoration. And we're, I'm trying to buy it right now. But, you know, if you've got something, why let it deteriorate? Why, you know... Why let it sit there? Why won't take up space? Give me a call on my mobile, 830-708-4789, and I'll try to give my number again a little later. I'll give you time to go get pen and paper. But, uh, you know, I want to put you in position. You know, God has got us in a lot of positions. He put me in position in the car business to do the ministry that I'm doing now. I see that. And he gave me the desire to be on the radio. But he's given me talent I didn't have. He gave me something that I didn't have. It's the Holy Spirit that works. And it'll work in you. You just got to ask him. You know, the the Bible says, ask for wisdom and he'll give it to you. You know, look at, look at Rahab. She's a harlot. She helped Israel. How? She was positioned in the right place at the right time. Have you ever been at the right place at the right time? You know, the problem is, and I'm, and I'm walking testimony for this, sometimes God's got me in the right place at the right time, and I don't know it. Why? Am I connected? Am I strong in my prayers with Him? Am I am I'm letting the Holy Spirit guide me? Have I rejected the Holy Spirit? I hope not. But he's, I've been in the right position at the right time to do what I'm doing right now. But are you at the right position at the right time? You know, I've read the book by T.D. Jakes, and I love T.D. Jakes. Soar. How can you soar with these eagles and do the great things God's got us getting ready to do in our lives? If we're always buying a vehicle, it loses money, and we're tied up with debt, and we need money to, to open a business, we need money to give to our family, we need to improve things you know i i went by a house the other day and there's three brand new dodge four by four sitting out in front of this house and i mean it covered the front yard it's a new bronze one a house needed painting the house needed lots of work but no no we got three Sixty thousand dollar trucks. That's a hundred and eighty thousand dollars sitting in front of a house that was probably worth at the time thirty thousand. But they could have painted it, fixed the things. But oh no, our priorities and what we drive. They're not where we live or our mother lives. Maybe that's where their mother lives. But all three houses, all three trucks were there in the middle of the day. Now, how they were they there for lunch? I don't think so, but maybe. But I mean, were they working? Were they? How were they paying for these brand new trucks? I mean, I happen to know what those are. I know what they're worth. And that poor house needed paint, needed some work, and had actually a couple of busted windows that could have been fixed. Could have, but they could spend a little effort, a little time fixing this place up. But oh no, we'd rather be riding around being boss hoss with a brand new truck. You know, God puts us in position to be productive. Are you productive? Rahab, who was a harlot, her life changed. We're going to talk about her a little bit here. But she was in the right place at the right time, and she had courage. She had courage to listen to these guys. But you know what? She had exposure also because she knew what was going on around the world. Are you, do you know what's going on around the world and around your family and around you and around your business? Are you, you see, the exposure she had, she understood what was going on. And because of that, 
She had the courage to listen to them and to do what they wanted to do, and she saved her family. Do you have the courage to save your family? What about saving you? Do you have the courage to say no to a car salesman that's trying to put you in a $500 a month payment and you're thinking it's 48 months and it's 84 months? Oh, well, it, you didn't understand me. You know, uh, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. Uh, 500 a month, 48 months, I can live with 24000 Oh, hold it. That's a lot more money when you add all those other months. You got courage to stand up for what's right? Have you had enough exposure to see what's going on in the world? See these other people that are buried in a vehicle? Because, you know, the problem with exposure is it's like a lot of young people. You know, they they fall in love with the first person that smiles at them and tells them they like them. And then after they've been in this relationship for a while, then they see others, and they see a better fit. They understand, and they see a better heart and a better person, you know. But, oh, no, the real person was there. They hadn't been exposed to enough people. The problem with young people are they they get exposed, and they learn from other people. But you need to – that's why I like going to high schools and churches to teach, because you need that exposure what's going on. You need exposure in your life to see what's really going on in the world. Rahab, she knew what was going on, and she knew what could happen. She knew the exposure. She realized what was going on. She understood what Israel could do, and she was positioned where she needed to be because that saved her family. That saved the, the spies that were there. She had the courage to do it. She had the exposure. She had the knowledge. She knew what could happen. She understood. And she knew that her life could change. Her and her family left, and her life changed because of exposure, because of knowledge, because of courage. We've got all these talents in us. God gives, he, he treats us all the same. But we're, the problem with exposure, I see, all my friends got a new truck. I need one. Do you want to be in debtor's prison like them? Do you want to be struggling with them? Do you want to have a vehicle like I've explained? My buddy seventy five thousand for a new truck, and I bought it for twenty five thousand three years later. Do you like losing fifty thousand dollars? I like winning. I like being a giver. I like to be secure in what I'm doing. But insecurity walks in when you got to have something you can't afford. See, you're exposed to people around you, and you think you're living in a in a closet, and you don't want out of that closet. You want to fit in with everybody else. Why not get outside of that closet and see what the real world's about, and see what you can afford, and what'll work in your life? That's the key. Maybe you need to sell something and go to something else. Maybe it's getting to the point where, yes, you got to go. But make, a, make today pay off tomorrow. You know, the thrill of today can be the run for tomorrow or for, for the next 84 months. And these bankers now are looking at 120 months. You know, I've talked about indirect lending, and that's why I want you to go get your financing now. Dealers make a lot of money on finance, and right now, at these big used car independent dealers, big time, they charge you 15 to 18% interest. It's because you don't ask. I've got a dealer friend of mine that does a lot of business. He finances everybody because they've got an unbelievable amount of money available. And they finance everybody, and he makes a lot of money on interest. That's where he makes his money. But people never asked him the interest rate. They come in and sign up. Well, the same way works for these big independent used car dealers. They How do they make money? They own selling cars. They, they don't have a service department. They don't have a paint and body shop. They don't have a parts department. You know, they got to make money on add-ons and on price of the car. And they do the financing. But the problem is people are looking for convenience and the business knows this. They, you want one delivered to your house. Now, I do have a guy that will deliver a new Ford, new Chevrolet, new Cadillac, new Lincoln, new Dodge, new Jeep, new Toyota, North Park Toyota, delivered to your house. 
and they'll deliver it to your house. These other big guys, you better shop their price. See, that's the key. you got to know what you're doing. you got to know the price. I've seen some people, and these I see where these guys buy, these big independents. I see what they pay. I see what they charge. I see what they're doing. But you don't. A friend of mine bought one uh, from a big box store here a year ago. And he was bragging about it. And I said, what interest rates you pay? I don't know. I said, what's your truck worth now today? I don't know. So we pulled it up on app. And I showed him what to bring it to auction. In one year, he's lost $15,000 in value. That's because he paid too much a year ago. He shouldn't have lost that much. Should have been about a $5,000 loss. So he paid 10000 too much. And now he's paying way too much in interest. His interest was way too high because the guy's got excellent credit. But you don't ask. You're not exposed. The exposure you've got is walk in and, and you're putting all your trust and your faith in man. You don't want to do your homework. You're not prepared mentally, physically, or spiritually. You know, you you got to get some, you got to get courage in what you're doing. You gotta open your eyes. You gotta have that Holy Spirit, you know. See the vision for you. What's the vision for you and your family? And you know what? If you're not living by that, nobody else will see it. And you probably won't do it. I want the vision for you to be the best person, do the best you can for you and your family. You know, just like I'm saying, you know, let others see what you're doing. Lord, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you. Is your vision, what you're doing, how you're conducting yourself, your character, your position, your priorities, are they making better decisions? Exposure. You know, that's you got to look at all your options. you got to understand what's going on. Get outside that closet and see what's really going on in the world. See what it really costs you. Spend that time and look at that contract. Don't do like I did. You know, it takes courage to be different. Because about the time you do something, all your friends are going to tell you something. Oh, man, you shouldn't have bought it. You know, and they're wanting to buy it. You know, you shouldn't have done this. You shouldn't have done that. Woulda, coulda, shoulda. That's a lot of part of our life. I'm writing a I'm writing a book with woulda, coulda, and shoulda in it. Woulda, are we exposed to see what could be happen, and and what's going on in our lives, and the opportunities and the options that we have? Shoulda, we know what's right or wrong for ourselves. Shoulda we done it this way? Should we listen to somebody? And coulda. We could have done it. Well, what's stopping you? What is broken in your life? What is broken in your life that will stop your destiny? What is stopping you from growing and being the best person you can be? What's broken in your life? You know, I often talk about, and it's part of my ministry, and I've walked these shoes, Unforgiveness in our lives. 99% of addictions are tied to unforgiveness, mother, father, or spouse. you got to forgive everybody. You're carrying around this baggage, and it's not helping you or nobody. You're carrying it, and that other person 90% of the time don't know it, don't care about it, and they're not miserable over your unforgiveness. They're probably miserable under their unforgiveness, but not that. But see, when you're miserable and you're carrying that unforgiveness, your destiny's out there. God wants the best for you. And he, and he says it in uh, Philippians, you know, for I know of the plans I have for you and acknowledges the large plans of prosperity and not to harm you, plans of hope and a future. And when you call upon me and you pray to me and you come to me and I will listen. And when you seek me, you will find me when you seek with me all your heart and I will be found by you. See, he wants that for you. That word is so true. But the problem is, what is stopping you from going that way? What is stopping you from being prosperous? What is stopping you from hoping a future? Your dynasty's there. Woulda, coulda, shoulda. 
you stop and think about our past and what's stopped us from going on. What's stopping you? You want to soar with the eagles and you can't get up with the chickens? That's what my dad used to tell me. And he knew how to soar with the eagles because, man, I'm going to tell you, and he didn't get up real good with the chickens. But he liked he's he was one of those people that said, do as I say, not as I do. Are you one of those people? Do you want people to look like you're really soaring with the eagles when you can't get up with the chickens? When you're tied down by payments and no money left at the end of the month. And does that stress stop you from thinking of the future, thinking of positive things, thinking of how you can do so well? I mean, transportation is the worst investment we have on earth. you got to do it wisely. Yes, we got to have it. Yes, you need a vehicle. I'm not sure how long in 15 years. I think in 15 years we're going to be having an app on our phone, an autonomous car is going to pick us up. I mean, there's cities today that are already looking for putting those roads in for autonomous cars, special lanes. But, I mean, if we get to that point, are we going to have any money left? You know, the financials advisors say if you save $350 a month in 20 to 30 years, you can retire. I'm telling you, I'm seeing car payments and truck payments at $700, $800, $900 a month. And at the end of that note, if they last that long, most of the time about halfway through they're bailing in and getting in worse. You know, remember the commercials I keep warning you about? If you hate your car, if you hate your payment, come on in here, we're going to make it worse. Now they don't say that. Come on in, we're going to help you. We're going to help you out of your money. We're going to help you out of your Destiny. We're going to help you where you can't soar with the evil eagles. We're going to help you put you in a bind where there's no money left at the end of the month. You know, we crave, we crave for these wonderful things. We have these cravings for it. But, you know, that asset, is it going to be positive or negative? And a vehicle is going to be negative. Now, we can crave for a house those guys won't even paint their house. You know, they're probably living there, and they don't want to spend no effort, no money, no nothing. That asset is going to be a responsibility for us. Are we taking care of it? I tell you what, I, I buy cars from people. Some of them look brand new, and I love buying those cars. Now, I buy bad cars, too. You know that. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. But some people take care of their stuff, and some people don't. Why? Is it part of the big secret? Remember, that's another one of my books, the big secret of losing value. And it's okay because everybody does it. I'm normal. Do you want to fit in? Do you want to fit in with the rest of the world that don't care, that don't take care of it, has got payments for the rest of their lives, who work hard for that money? And that time's gone. You get that paycheck at the end of the month, end of the week, that 40 hours, that 50 hours is gone. You're not going to get it back. And you're going to hand it to a car dealer. So that is, is that wasted time? That 40, 50 hours that you worked to pay for that vehicle? You know, and then it's not worth nothing? Not worth hardly anything? What did, what did you accomplish? I want you to be the best person you can be. I want you to be productive. I want you to understand what's going on. I want to understand what can happen to you. You know, we don't have an even playing field when it comes to the car business. They got all the plays, all the coaches, all the rules, all the regulations. They got it all sitting there, and they're looking down at you, and they're going to take advantage of you. Desperate dealers do desperate things, and we're in desperate times. We really are. Because money has become our God. Money is a tool, and we need it to survive. But it's also become people's gods. And when it becomes their gods, they want, there's never enough, and they want more, and they don't care what they say or do. I've seen so many salespeople who start out wanting to tell the truth, wanting to be the best they can, 
and then it gets a little bit, little bit at a time where they can lie a little bit, cheat a little bit, do some things, say some things, and it just keeps snowballing, and it gets bigger and bigger. And but here's the problem: they're in a group. The other salesmen are bragging about it. They're in a group. The sales managers and and all the managers are demanding them to do it. I've had buddies of mine that want to change careers and go into selling. And if they're not at the right dealership, and I'm telling you, I've tried to get them in the right dealership. If they're not in the right dealership, that dealership will will cause them to do wrong. I want you to be ready mentally, physically, and spiritually. I want you to get in the Word. I want you to have the Lord in your life because He'll give you wisdom if you'll ask it. He'll help you. He'll be with you. You can trust in Him. Quit trusting in man. I'm going to tell you, man, you know, uh, Solomon says there was only one person he could find that was righteous, one man. Well, that was Jesus Christ. He said no women, but he didn't mean it that way. He meant there was only one person in the whole world that was righteous, and that's Jesus. But he's taken our, our sins away. So if he's forgiven us, can't you forgive others? Do you want to carry that baggage around? Do you want to carry that hurt around? Or oh, you want to forgive those people and go on? God's forgiven you. He's forgiven me. Hey, I'm going to tell you, I was full of pride, greed, and the Joneses tried to keep up with me, and I laughed at them. But I'm going to tell you something. He's changed my heart. He's changed my life. He's changed my priorities. And I don't have the desires, the craving for assets. I don't have that craving for that. I've talked to, told you about that before. My, my craving is to help, to teach, to be a mentor. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in to KSLR 630 AM. Shemaya, thank you, Michael, Barron, Barry, all the people are, that helped me at this radio station because I need the help. And I want to give you the word. I want to get you out where you understand what's going on because this, this is going to be a tough situation that you cannot win. You can't go against the professionals. It's like you going against the Dallas Cowboys. And that's the way you can look at it. But God bless you. Go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. Give me a call, 830-708-4789. 830-708-4789. God bless you. Facebook tonight, 9 o'clock, Randy Adams. Tell your friends and neighbors I'll be on there and it'll be a different show. I'm going to put all kinds of crazy stuff in there, and we're hoping to have some phone calls. Hey, you can even tell your folks in other states because it goes on 35 states tonight. God bless you. I love you, San Antonio. Forgive everybody. God bless you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.